I used to be a podcaster like you. And then, and then something happened that I can't talk about legally. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and then I got canceled. <laughs> and then I got canceled. Uh, welcome to the uh, Without Context podcast. This is episode, what, like 12? 13. 13? Ooh. I, be- I believe. I believe it's um, yes. Vicious. I am Decavolti. I am joined, of course, with my beautiful co-hosts. Uh, we've got Sharky Hat and we've got Anxiety Lasagna. And uh, continuing the the month of Haley, uh, we're going to talk about something very, very near and dear to her, but also very near and dear to a lot of people because it's been out for 10 years. We're talking about Skyrim. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. So, yes, episode um, 13. We could have just like cut, we could have just like redone the intro and said it, but yes, I confirmed that this is episode 13. It's fine. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about Skyrim. Um, by the time this episode goes live, it'll be one day past the 10 year anniversary of Skyrim hitting our consoles and PC back on November 11th, 2011. So it was uh, 11 11 11. Uh, when Skyrim graced us with its glitchy, glorious presence. And has um, blessed us every year since then also with a re-release. Oh my god. Which we will uh, get into. Bethesda <laughs> is going to beat this dead horse until it stops spitting out that sick, sick money. <laughs> but have you guys have you guys played Skyrim at all? Yes. I, I, bought, it on, I bought it on release, on the first release, I should say. My uh, experience with Skyrim is like my experience with Fallout 3, uh, dropping into the world and then being immediately overwhelmed with too much to do and then not playing it. <laughs> so, uh, tracks. Yeah, there is an awful lot to do in Skyrim, especially after all the DLC and various other stuff that they've given to us over the years. Um, but I guess... Uh, I know I'm not the host, but do we want to just like round robin talk about some yeah. Skyrim? You just guys talk about can what... talk about Skyrim. I'll talk about some of like the memes that I know of Skyrim. But when it comes to the game, this <laughs> yeah, is sure. your guys' territory. So yeah, you haven't, you haven't actually played it. I have played like five minutes of it. Okay, okay. I got past yeah, the first I... dragon, which I know personally that as Thomas the Tank Engine most of the time. <laughs> And we'll then, get I get dropped, one, then I get dropped. In in, then I get dropped into the world, and I'm like, I don't know where to go. So, yeah. So, um, I guess I can start. I guess yes. since I'm the one who decided we're talking about Skyrim today, uh, I played Skyrim a little bit the year that it came out. I didn't have my own console or anything, so I was mostly playing on one friend's Xbox 360 and another friend's PlayStation 4. So uh, flipping back and forth between those controls was super duper fun. Um, but I didn't really get into it until I met my fiance, who's like a Skyrim aficionado. Like he can sit there and look at my inventory and be like, oh, you can make these potions with the ingredients you have on you right now. Like encyclopedic knowledge of Skyrim with him. Um, I managed to take what is a sandbox like RPG game and turn it into a cozy life simulator (laughs) through my sheer force of will. Uh, I play right now a wood elf stealth archer, which like the meme 
with that is like everybody starts off as a stealth archer when you first play Skyrim and then you kind of do crazy off the walls playthroughs after that but not this kid I'm still working through my stealth archer <laughs> um I am the head of the mage college uh I'm in good with the bard college I'm the head of the companions I'm the head of the thieves guild and in an unpopular unpopular position which I'm sure someone's probably gonna flame me in the comments for I killed the dark brotherhood <laughs> didn't play that plot line oh, they yeah, were mean to me they were mean that girl was mean to me one Astrid was mean to me and I was like you know what no <laughs> okay. okay you're you're talking about all the stuff you did in this game but you left out one crucial detail and I'm gonna grill you on it now who did you give the band of Mara to what is oh who did I marry yes I'm so glad you asked yeah um, I'm getting my, to the heart of this there's, Would it be there's cozy a life simulator a... without marriage <laughs> or kids there's, there's a little bit to this so okay I have just about every house you can have in the game because mm -hmm. I was under the impression that you could just like adopt children without like with reckless abandon Nope. So I had set up my houses for like two different children each. My two my two daughters, I got the one that's in Whiterun and the other one that I think is in Windhelm. Um where your kids are. I love my daughters. They're perfect. They're practical. Like one of them wants to be a bard, the other one is just like living life. Um so I relocated us. My favorite house is the lake house. And I re I moved us into solitude so that my daughter, who's interested in being a bard, can be closer to the bard's college. None of this has any bearing on the actual gameplay. But um, when I was looking to, I was like, these girls need a father figure or a, like some kind of other person to watch them besides like one of my various vassals that just kind of like hang out in my house. I went through the entire list of marriage candidates on Wikipedia or whatever and was like, who needs my home and my love the most and i cannot remember his name but it's like something once honored maybe um he's the one beggar that you can marry on the marriageable players list uh he was homeless he lived in windhelm i believe and my favorite part my favorite part about marrying him is that uh when you first meet him depending on like how you go through the game he is super racist towards elves. Like, he's part of some plot where they're like, we gotta kill these elves! And I'm playing Wood Elf, and this bitch married me. So, we have reformed <laughs> a racist. We've <laughs> given someone experiencing homelessness a home. You, you, you really saw a racist, and you're like, in typical, like, fashion, like, I can fix him. <laughs> me. A fixer. <laughs> Uh, yes, the name so you were looking for him. is Angrenor Wentonard. Yep, that's my husband. Uh, I keep giving him really nice clothes to wear, like high-quality garments, and he just stays in his beggar's garb, which I'm like, if that's what makes you comfortable, my darling, do that. He, <laughs> it is... It, like, it fucks me up sometimes, the very nice things that this NPC says. Like, he'll just be like, my love, darling, sweetheart. I'm just like... <laughs> It's like a reverse, it's like, with you being an elf, it's like a reverse of the, uh, Discord meme, it's like, he's 25, she's 572, and it's just, it's weird, but I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's, I think he's just a Nord. He's a Nord, and I'm a Wood Elf. 
um, who was nearly executed by uh, the Imperials. I also refuse to take a side in the Skyrim Civil War, which, um, because it's really a lose-lose situation, because on one side you have high colonizers, and on the other mm-hmm. side you have high um, Nordic Racist. Ku Klux Klan. Like, yeah. You can't say no... that, we're going to get deplatformed. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no good answer to the Skyrim Civil War, which I think would be one of my biggest critiques for the game, amongst many things but i think that's the first thing that jumps out at me is they play up this civil war um and it has very little bearing on the game there's one part where you have to like call for a ceasefire as part of the main quest line but if you don't interact with the civil war in any other meaningful way in the game it does not impact gameplay whatsoever which is a weird a weird choice that they made a weird design choice (laughs) yeah weird choice that they made with that so that's one of my big critiques. Um, would, what you, else? would you like some fun facts about your husband? Oh my god! Is I, it I pulled gonna, him, I I pulled gonna, him up a, on the wiki. Am I gonna get a divorce? I said, I'm, might... just here, I'm just here vibing for this episode. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know, Skyrim. Oh, no. Tell me about oh. my dearly beloved. Uh, so, as you know, upon entering Windhelm for the first time, Angrenor, uh, Rolf Stonefist can be observed accusing uh, a Dunmer woman of being an Imperial spy. Yep. It's one of the first things you see when you go to Windhelm. Windhelm's a uh, hellhole. I hate it. Yes. Um, if if he is given one gold, I'm doing this mostly for Sharky. If he's given one gold, he becomes a candidate for marriage. It is also par- possible to marry him if the Dragonborn allows him to keep a dropped article of clothing or piece of armor. Um, I paid him one dollar, and then he like, accepted my hand in marriage. For one, one do- no, I ended up. I gave him exorbitant amounts of gold over the course of my. Anytime I walk into a, a place, they're like, "Can I have a gold piece?" And I'll sit there for like two minutes and just keep giving them gold pieces because I have so many. I've got, I've got another fun fact. One gold. Oh, yeah, go for it. <laughs> one gold. Yeah, one gold. The the bar is right here. He'll marry you for the price of a of a McDonald's four piece nugget. <laughs> I'd marry somebody for a McDonald's four piece nugget. <laughs> I will never mind. Um <laughs> uh, Additionally, if he dies after he has been given a coin, in his will he says that he and the Dragonborn are related. The Jarl of Windhelm will then give the Dragonborn a condolence letter and an inheritance of a hundred gold. Yep. I've gotten a lot of inheritances. <laughs> and then no. I as soon as I figure out who it is, I uh I use console commands to bring them back because it makes me sad. <laughs> but the one person I have allowed to die, I forget what village she's in, but she's a like potions shopkeeper mm. in some like some city that's in the north. Like it's like a boggy type city. Someone in the comments will know. Mm-hmm. Um, she her husband died, and I resurrected him via console commands but they still gave me a key to their shop. So I'm like, oh, if I have a key to the shop, that means I can just like have stuff. So I took some things from the shop and then I went on my merry way. And she hired assassins to kill me for like a dragonfly. Like I took a dragonfly that I'd never seen before. I was like, oh, neat. It's like, kill this thief. So you know what I did? I walked into her shop. I closed the door, waited for it to be nighttime, for it to be locked. And then I killed her in her sleep. (laughs) Uh, also for Sharky's, also for Sharky's benefit, if 
if he, it, since and I know that Haley knows this, um, when you marry this man, uh, and even when you're still married, he's still going to keep asking you for gold. Yep, he still asks me for money, and I'm like, the, the best mean, part about that mechanic, you can literally <laughs> give him one gold. You can't even give him a lump sum. It's just always one gold. And then you get the blessing of, like, um, generous or... Generosity kind of, or something like that, yeah. Yeah, you get some kind of buff. And the best part about this, Sharky, is then you can use a different dialogue option where you're like, how's our shop doing? And he's like, oh, because, like, your spouse will run a shop for you while you're gone, and it gives you passive income. So when you ask him, like, oh, how's the shop going? And he gives me anywhere between, like, 100 and, like, 5,000 gold every time that I ask him. And he's like, here's your share. And I'm like, and yet you're still here asking me for a dollar. <laughs> he's, he's got, he has to make sure you're still on that. And like, I, this is just like flavor text playing for me. I, anytime I have over 50,000 gold on my person, I put it in a lockbox in our house. So like, in case something ever happened to me, which like the game would just like reload. But like, what if something happened to me in my role play that I've created in my head <laughs> and he needs to support our children without my adventuring money? And I think I have almost a million gold in there. <laughs> so I'm like, they're not there. They will want, I'm like my orphan children and my orphan husband will want for nothing after my death. They'll still be asking people for money in Windhelm though. I, there are two cities in that game that if I could, I would raise it to the ground. One of them is Windhelm. Um, that is where um, Yar Ulfric, the Ulfric Stormcloak, yeah. Stormcloak who, That's where he uh, mostly holds, yeah. Here we hate. I don't know why. I just, he just gives me, a, he doesn't pass the vibe check and I think he's gross and terrible. And the yep. other one is the Dwarven city on the western half of the map. That's like all made out of stone and stuff. Uh, um, I, I know which one you're talking about. You have to like try name. and solve a murder, and then all the guards are like, "You better keep your nose out of this elf." And I'm like, "You know what we do with racists in this game? We ruin their life." <laughs> so there's a there's a sub there's like a side quest you can do where there's the um they're called the Force Form. Mm -hmm. Um, they're the native group to that region of Skyrim, and they've been displaced by the Nords. And sure, they make blood oaths with hag ravens where they replace their hearts with a briar heart and turn into like some kind of like horrible half demon deer headed thing. But that is their that is their native culture. And who are we to say anything <laughs> about it? Exactly. So you get the option of either like killing all these forsworn that are imprisoned or doing a prison break. So naturally, I helped break them out of prison and slaughtered most of the guard in that city. And I was like, hello, colonizers. Get fucked. <laughs> Are you thinking of Markarth? Markarth. I hate that place. Yeah. Oh, my God. That place sucks. The guy, it's hard to like, navigate. It's hard to navigate. Every city but Windhelm and Solitude are hard for me to navigate. Because I'm just okay, fair enough. stupid. I'm just stupid. The whole thing um, with that statement is just like white people show up to a culture and go, well, this simply will not do. <laughs> like, <laughs> Skyrim the game. <laughs> well, yes. this certainly can't continue. Yes. <laughs> this simply can't this continue. Simply <laughs> cannot continue. But the Forceborn. This can't continue. <laughs> the Forceborn are my fiance's least favorite. Like, because like even if you help the Forceborn, they they're hostile to you. Like if you just run across them like in the wild. 
Mm-hmm. So it's his least favorite, like hostile enemy. Mine are definitely the Falmer. <laughs> They're so Falmer just creepy. spooky looking. Yeah. And they make icky sounds. That's what does it for me. Between them and the Charis that they hang out with in like the um the ancient dwarven cities, just uh, hate it. I, I think the Falmer were fine for me. Um I think the the Charis are really what like piss me off because like I'm d- I take one point of damage from him and I'm just like burning for like 20 seconds afterwards. I'm just like with the poison right. damage, yeah. I guess I'll die eventually. <laughs> I guess I'll die. Um, well, that's that's awesome. I want to interject here. Uh sure, for people who don't do. know what Skyrim is, let's give a brief rundown. Uh we keep forgetting to do this whenever we talk about a, a topic. I've talked about it a little bit at the beginning that well, it's an open world RPG. This is yeah, for context for the people who don't uh, know, uh, Skyrim is a game by uh, Bethesda Game Studios and Bethesda Softworks, uh, mm-hmm. open world action RPG, uh, fifth, fifth installment in the Elder Scrolls series, which I hear are all complicated. Yes. Um, and basically you are a guy or a girl <clears throat> named the Dragonborn and you have to beat up dragons but there's apparently a lot of other stuff that can happen in the game yes oh yeah i we're gonna keep going through it played like 30 or 40 hours before i even killed a dragon so that the dragons wouldn't bother me randomly and uh, bring I, I honestly think that the dragon portion of that game is one of the least fun parts of the game yeah and to bring it up this is a it's considered one of the greatest games of all time which is probably why they re-release it every year it's only played five minutes of it a, uh, this game has almost been re- uh, re-released as many times as I think Resident Evil 4 was. <laughs> so there is, I saw a trailer earlier today because I think, I don't know if it's already out or if they're releasing the Anniversary Edition on the 11th. Um, so for our viewers, it probably already is out. Uh, it's won over 200 Game of the Year awards. Skyrim, that makes sense. Which is a lot considering like... I have it twice on my Steam Workshop. I'm not afraid to admit that. Yeah, uh, I, it's a fun game. Here it is. Uh, the 10th anniversary, which we mentioned, is uh, technically today, or tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow, so, I believe. As of recording. As of recording. Uh, Would have been yesterday the, for those listening on the first day it's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the anniversary edition uh, is set to come out for, for Windows, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and as all the content... And a bunch of their creation club stuff, which is, I think, uh, like community mods Fishing. and stuff like that. And the ability to fish and own aquariums. I'm That's super cool. excited about aquariums. I have, I, have, I have opinions about like them taking creation club stuff. Um, because as I as I think, uh, the creation club stuff, like the stuff that they have from other devs, whatever. Um, but the stuff from like... Um, the community? Amateur, yeah, communities and like talented amateurs that don't have like their foot in the in the door um and taking their stuff and putting it like in a in their own thing that they're selling kind of a little suspect to me you think they were compensated though i don't know but i don't trust the games industry to do that that's fair that's i don't trust bethesda i don't trust bethesda to be honest (laughs) um I think uh, it would be remiss to have a Skyrim discussion without talking about the talented modders of the game and some yes, of our favorite absolutely. mods. That's the stuff that I wanted to talk about. Um, sure. Because Go I've seen 
uh youtuber i've seen a bunch of like youtube videos from a uh, mxr i believe is the gentleman he like covers a bunch of skyrim mods mm-hmm. and they can range from like good quality of life changes like a better magic system or shaders graph shaders better graphics more customization new classes new races new quest lines you have full conversion mods which change the game to a new game entirely and then you have the modders that yeah uh, there's a whole there's a bunch of like total conversions for oblivion and then you just have the modders that went this game needs more boobs (laughs) so (laughs) and a whole bunch of not God safe for work them. mods. God bless uh, them. God bless them. There's like the full like nudity mods. There's like you can be all these like sexy fancy characters. There's like systems for sex <laughs> and all this other stuff. <laughs> now, now we're getting deplatformed. God damn it, Sharky. See, but it's I was just, just like, thinking about like the silly mods that I've seen because I know. And then the silly mods are great. Silly did a whole series called Reach for the Skyrim. <laughs> where he would download a bunch of mods and have his friend log on and play with him. Oh my and god. And anytime he saw a mod, he'd have to point it out. Some of my favorites, um, obviously the classics of where all the dragons are made into Thomas the Tank Engine Thomas the or Tank Macho Engine. Man Randy or Macho Savage. Man Randy Savage. <laughs> um, one of my personal favorites, and it's very unsettling to see it in the game, is there's a mod that turns all the trees into arms. Oh, that's terrifying. Oh, that's... <laughs> It's very. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. There's a mod where you can turn even children, because, like, with Bethesda games, for those who don't know, like, you cannot harm or kill a child, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this mod, you can turn that pesky, bitchy girl in Whiterun into a stack of wheels of cheese. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> You can turn things into like stacks of cheese, and I thought that was brilliant because I know I would use it on that mean, bitchy little girl in white. <laughs> I've heard of being calcified, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and what's another stupid mod that I've seen? Uh, there's a mod where you can play as a skeleton, and Griffin called him Bone Dog, <laughs> which I thought I, was great. I kind of wanna, I kind of wanna go over like, because uh, I think yours and mine are going to be very different. So I want to talk about my my favorite mods versus your favorite mods. Okay, um, I'll do my best. All right. So one of mine is one of my favorite ones. Um, I need to find out who did it before before I like. While you're looking that up, Deca, I can share mine. I've already never played it. modded Skyrim because I play on my boyfriend's computer and he thinks sure. I'm going to download viruses. But if I were to download any mod, it would be the one where I got to adopt all the children and put them in my various houses and no child would live in that orphanage with that lady that I killed. I think that like mod nexus and anything that you can get is like just a new age like lime wire when it comes down to downloading mods. You don't know what's going to destroy yeah. destroy your game code if you download it or not. I think good <laughs> luck with the giving me mods, the but... person who made it. But uh, oh, well. while he's while he's looking for that, uh, I already found Skyrim... the, I already found the mod. Okay, so go ahead. Skyrim. <laughs> Is like I can't speak on Skyrim as a game because I haven't really spent time with it, but I do know it as a meme, and it has been a meme probably solid for the ten years that it has existed. There's it began with it began with the classic, you know. I used to be an adventurer like you, and I took an arrow to the knee, and then Somebody you started having a sweet roll. Then you started having YouTube poops with Skyrim and like the bad oh, animation. Honey, 
And it's twirl, just like twirl, twirl, honey, twirl. <laughs> <Skyrim> <laughs> shuffle. The Skyrim Shuffle video is still great to this day. Like, all, I think, five parts of it. I think it got me, yeah. like, five parts of it. And then you have the ones that have been hitting me recently, where it's something entirely that fades to black, and then they wake up in the Skyrim wagon at the start yeah. of the game. Yeah, Like, that's that's one that's been popping up a lot more regularly You're for finally me. finally awake. The one, yeah. the one where you, like, fall from a sea, and you splash into water, and it goes to... It eventually fades to black, and you wake up on the couch. <laughs> it's just like that meme recently has just been one that I keep running into, and it's so simple and it's so stupid. It's so great. Um, okay, so my my favorite mod, uh, I don't know who who made it, just so whatever. Uh, it's called the Dance of Death. It is a it is a move. It is a mod that uh, it overhauls. You know how if you you like aim your arrow and you're about to kill them it the camera like moves yeah it does the whole thing so with this mod it it uh it updates how frequently they happen uh you can you can adjust how frequently it happens if you want it to happen more or less often uh it also gives more animations um for example i made a character who was who fought unarmed um and you can literally i am not making this up Bless oh, you. sorry. Bless you. <laughs> I work outside in the cold all day. It's okay. You can literally do the attitude adjustment to somebody. Um, so <laughs> the John Cena finisher. Is that a wrestling yeah. thing. Yes. It's John Cena's <laughs> finisher. It's a fireman's carry, and he so he's holding them like this, and then he slams them this way. <laughs> Onto the back of their head. They, well, it, I was gonna say in the game they land on their head. Okay, but yes. Uh, speaking of just on topic with this, uh, the slow motion like arrow flying, there was yeah. the, I think it was either the thing that I shared, I think I shared it with the group or I shared it with somebody else. I love it when uh, Skyrim's arrows slow down to go for the kill and then somehow completely miss the target. Yeah, it happens <laughs> like, all the time. Or it'll just... give you the kill cam and then it doesn't kill them, so then you're just standing there like, well, this is awkward. Yeah, it's like the clip was like an arrow release, and then it like follows, and then it just like whizzes past the person's head. <laughs> I'm like, I remember the first kill cam I got. It's, it was I was using um some kind of one handed weapon, and it was the one where you're like, gah, gah, and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> it scared me. I didn't know what was gonna happen. There's there's one where they like pike them with their sword. And then kind of like go like this and just like drop them. It's great. Um, continue with your mod. Um, and then like a bunch of like every every game that's 10 years old needs a bunch of shaders to help it out. So just a bunch of shader mods just to make it look. Yeah. Um, make sure you're going uh, for those of you who uh, maybe want to mod their game. Make sure you go for the ones that have like the aesthetic matches so that all of your colorations are the same. Or close to the same, or otherwise you're going to get very different interpretations of Skyrim in uh, it at once, and it's going to look like it's going to look like the Fade Wild. But <laughs> but to be honest, if you're playing Skyrim with mods and you have Thomas Tank Engine Dragons and your character is like Trogdor, I don't think your shaders are going to matter. <laughs> so <laughs> if your Skyrim character is running around looking like a Lucha Libre wrestler, I don't think Skyrim matters anymore at that point. That's fair. Do you have any favorite factions that you can side with, Deco? Um, 
when I first started playing, I I liked siding with the Imperials, but not not because because I hate colonizers, of course, but like also that was ten years ago and my head was somewhere different. Um, but mm-hmm. also they literally had better the better equipment as you go along. Um, they like objectively had the better equipment, and also they continued to demonize uh, throughout the entire thing. They were really they were demonizing Belgriff pretty hard. Um, at least from my perspective, like he seemed like the clear cut bad guy, even though you can kind of side with him. I, um, I, hmm? I never, like I said, I never picked somebody in the civil sure. war. Uh, but I guess my favorite guild that I felt like the least guilty being a part of was probably the companions. I liked being part of the thieves guild. I, I liked being part. I think being a part of the thieves guild was the most helpful for my stealth archer because of like the stealth. Stealth missions, I could have 100% lived without because it just gives me a lot of stress and anxiety having to be sneaky because I'm not. I like how I say I'm a stealth archer, but when it comes down to like actually being stealthy and not killing people, not my forte. Um, I I really like being. I I I think we both ha- we have a different like fight or flight in that moment where you you're just like too much. I gotta run. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna fucking get this. I start, I, we both start shaking. You run. I'm still there. Yeah, my t- my tactic and- to stealth is that nobody can nobody can be witness if there are no more witnesses. <laughs> that's how I am, and this and the thieves guild's like we don't kill people. That's the dark brotherhood, and I'm like, okay, but I <laughs> I got through the thieves guild up until they're like you have to go burn these apiaries down to like no, teach this person one. a lesson, mm-hmm. and I refused to do it for a long time. So I was like, excuse me. You're going to punish the bees, one of our most <laughs> vital resources on this planet, not, and you want me to the bees. kill bees? So I, I just want to say it's one of our most vital resources. The people of Skyrim have plenty of bees and plenty of honey. I, it just went against my principles as a person. Sure, sure. But <laughs> then eventually I was like, all Environmental right. sciences and all that. Environmental sciences, but I eventually finished it just for the sake of finishing it. But I liked the Companions Guild because I didn't feel like I was making any like big moral quandaries. Like, yeah, you can be a a werewolf, and that happened to me, and I screamed and immediately tried to undo it. Um, did you play any of the DLC? I did. Uh, I have some critique with uh, the Dragonborn DLC. I think the most. I'm not done I, with that one yet. But you've played through a good chunk of it, right? I haven't met the other Dragonborn guy. I'm still looking around for him. I keep getting distracted by how scary everything is in Soulfly. I think but my I played I think, the vampire one. Yeah, the vampire one's interesting. You get to actually see an Elder Scroll. I yeah, I have a lot of I have two of them right now, and I can't <laughs> drop them, and it's very annoying. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I think. I think my biggest gripe with like the Dragonborn DLC is it's just this. It's like a very truncated version of this. If you were playing Skyrim Abridged, this is what you play. The Dragonborn DLC. It's the same thing. Did that come out first? Uh, so, no, the game came out. And then the mm-hmm. Dragonborn DLC was like the last one that came out. Oh, and that's stupid then. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just a truncated version of the game. Yeah, I'm too scared to find the other Dragonborn guy because my fiance's like, yeah, he'll steal your Dragon Souls. Like, I don't have 30 Dragon Souls because I don't go to Dragon Word Walls because I don't care. 
Um, but he just, the concept of him and like the cultist armor is really spooky to me. So I'm just like, but I did the entire vampire one and I sided with the Dawn Guard mm-hmm. um, because I saw what the vampires, like they killed, just like the regular games, vampire spawns killed a dog in like John Riverwood. In Riverwood, they killed a dog. And that is unacceptable to me as a person. So I was like, all right, vampires got to fucking go. So they're like, hey. And then like, um, I only know her as Laura Bailey. <laughs> Laura Bailey's dad's like, do you want to look like this? And I went, Ooh, no, I do not, sir. You can kick me out of your house now. <laughs> I I was going to side with the Dawn Guard, and then I accidentally got in, turned into a vampire. I was like, well, there goes that. I... There's spoilers for the the vampire DLC of Skyrim. There's a part where you have to go into this place called the Soul Cairn, which I hope to never have to experience that ever again. One of the worst video game experiences of my life. I should have talked about that in my scary video games, just being in the Soul <laughs> Cairn. It's fucking awful. And there's two ways picture. you can get into the Soul Cairn. One, which is the one that I thought was like the only option, was become a vampire, which there's a way to be unbecome a vampire. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know because the other one was like, oh, you can like trap your soul in a soul gem, and then it lets you into the soul cairn. And for me, that felt like the harder thing to do at the time. I was like, that seems complicated. I can unbecome a vampire relatively easily. I'll do this route. So I learned later. That if you do the soul trap, you're only nerfed slightly in the soul cairn, and then you're totally fine outside of the soul cairn. And I'm just like, you mean I went against my principles as a person because I didn't realize that was the easy one? I was so pissed. I hated that whole, I hated that entire thing. I moved my children from the Lakewood house because vampires attacked us there one time, and I moved them into solitude for their safety. This is before I had a husband. Right. So I was like, I have to look out for my children. It was after that where I was like, I think I need another another body to protect my children. And then he kept getting kidnapped. And, and I, I was like, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I did this when you just keep getting kidnapped by freaking raiders or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I don't, I don't I actually don't like that. I like that they should keep introducing new factions into like the other DLCs. I don't like that they kept making it like one or the other. Pick one of these teams for both for both uh, Dawn Garden and Dragonborn. Why can't I lead all the factions and just manipulate them from the inside? Manipulate them from the shadows. Why can't yeah, I become only... a one-person Illuminati? <laughs> I also liked the the I, I think it's called like Hearthstone. DLC where you just get to decorate your houses and it gives you definitely not houses. called Hearthstone, but it is, I oh. know which one you're talking about. Hearthstone's it's, a video game, isn't yes. it? I think it's Hearthfire. Hearthfire, I think it's either Hearthfire or Hearthbound or something like that. Hearthfire. Hearthfire. Yeah, I liked that one. I used so much iron. Is this the one that has the horse all armor? My houses pretty. <laughs> yes. This is the one that had the horse armor that like got people like a living. You could have armor for your horse. Yeah, it was a, okay. uh, that's a whole thing. Uh, I had I had a horse one time. I still have this horse. It died fighting a dragon, I think, or fighting something. 
I woke my boyfriend, my boyfriend at the time, fiance now, woke mm-hmm. him up from a nap, hysterical, because my horse was dead. And he's like, I can revive, he taught me how to revive it between that and during a dragon attack on Whiterun, the blacksmith's husband died and I was devastated. I was like, she's going to be all by herself. Woke him up just sobbing. I'm like, what do I do? And he's like, resurrected them. We had to fix a bug that uh, I couldn't that's use command, the blacksmith baby. there anymore. So yeah, that's okay. my most used console command is uh, resurrect. <laughs> okay, apparently it wasn't for Skyrim. Uh, it was for Oblivion. But it was oh, okay. a, a DLC that was just a set of horse armor for $2.50. Oh wow! Yeah, baby. And it's just that's all it was. It was just a thing of horse armor for two thousand fifty cents, and they're like DLC. Oh my god! Some EA shit right there. That's Bethesda game works. <sighs> but um. So, do we have any more to ramble about Decca, or shall we turn it over to Sharky for a real world Skyrim? Let's bring true on the, bring on the- crime. I have a, I have a how did you know more. I had that brought up? Because you talked about it. <laughs> did you talk about it? I, I did. You talked uh, about it before. We, but did yes. you have something else to say, Decca, before he started? Um, I don't know. I think we went through most, like, the main thing you go through, the main thing, like, Shark, like Sharky has alluded to, is that there's a lot to go in about the game. But I find the best way to play the game is not even, don't even worry about the map. Don't even, don't worry about the world map. Just walk around, do stuff. Don't yeah. worry about like completionism or anything like that. Just walk around. Someone's like, I got a letter package for you, your eyes only. And you just kind of walk around and interact with the world and let it interact with you. It's definitely a play at your own pace kind of game. Yes. So if you if you if you consume yourself with all of the things that you do, you're going to be there for months. Quest bloated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was all I really had. Uh, if you want to. We'll pass yeah, it over to the I, means and the murders, I guess. I get, I get like ADHD with that game where sometimes I'm like really focused on like the main quest line. And then I'm like, Ooh, look at all these side quests. And then I get overwhelmed that there's too much that I need to do. So then I'm just like, let me just go hang out with my kids. And I like take all my armor off and I have regular people clothes and just like walk around and spend like three days in game with my kids. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay. I feel refreshed. I feel rejuvenated. I bought the presents. Now I can go back out into the world and just like pick one quest line and finish it and then just whatever. But it does get overwhelming when you have like a bunch of like the miscellaneous quests uh, stacking up. And then I just, but if you just, like you said, do it at your own pace and it's really fun. I like it, the game rewards you for going at your own pace versus like trying to do everything. It doesn't let you do everything. <laughs> but yes, tell us about the crime. Well, I want to just put it forward. Uh, we've Skyrim turns 10 years old this week. Uh, uh-huh. Has been pretty much re-released, remastered, anniversary editions over the last 10 years instead of just making six. <laughs> so, uh, But even then, uh, I just looked at the platforms for both of them. Still has not been released on as many game consoles as uh, Resident Evil 4, and I'm pretty sure one of these things on Resident Evil 4 is probably a refrigerator. <laughs> so, 
I, uh, I'm looking at it. It's a GameCube, PS2, Windows, Wii, iOS, PS3, Xbox 360, Android, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Oculus, and something called a Zebo, which is actually an educational game system in Brazil. So awesome resident evil get that, money, get that money Capcom. get that money Capcom. but uh yeah uh skyrim brings us a lot of memes uh a lot of funny videos a lot of conversions uh it's definitely something where a lot of modders get their first like hand into doing mods and technically into game design uh through mm-hmm. that way so there's a lot of stuff that come out of Skyrim over the last few years that is kind of a net positive. It is the constant like a re-releasing of it annoying. Yes. Cause you don't add anything. And a lot of stuff you do update is stuff that mods have already updated. So it's like, why even why it's always the same price. I believe even if it's not the full 60, it's 30 or 40 a lot of the time. And I'm like, you're just re-releasing it. I had, I had to pop in yeah. here um, as you're doing that. The conversion from just like Skyrim, like adds a bunch of mods that reminded me of um, when I first played Fallout 4. Um, all of Fallout 4 has um, it looks like they just took mods from New Vegas and they're like, cool, throw that in the game. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that was my complaint with that, but continue. Yeah, it just seems like they take mods and just kind of throw them in but by the time that those mods are in and the game's released a better mods come out to make better lighting or textures or anything and it's just like you guys are always behind i just don't know why they keep re-releasing it. it's just one of those weird give us the decisions six because like they keep re-releasing skyrim but at the same time people are like you know we like fallout 3 but fallout 3 hasn't gotten that many releases so what's so special about skyrim a lot size heavily in fallout 3 fan but uh an odd connection to skyrim is a real life murder um apparently double murder not clarification not because of skyrim uh just somebody who got famous making fun of skyrim uh i'm not going to say his name i don't believe people like this deserve to have their names known um but he's a he was a tiktok personality who acted like Skyrim NPCs would act if in real life. And the videos were kind of great at the time. And uh Haley's getting up. There she goes. <laughs> Everybody's muted. He would be Skyrim NPCs, like the ones that tip over chairs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I saw as soon as she walked into the chair, I was like, okay, I see what she's doing. Yeah, they they were fun at the time, but uh yeah, apparently this guy I don't know what his case was if he was either unstable to begin with uh there are claims that i guess he was abusive before all this happened and uh yeah he just found uh his wife and her friend not sure if there was an affair going on or not it's just uh his wife and her male friend and yeah just kind of walked into the apartment shot him and the weirdest thing about this or i think the craziest thing about this is after he did it he picked up his daughter and was just like hanging out with her and like he said like i hurt mommy and then like it was like a few hours later the police found him and like arrested him and he should straight up confess to it so i was like i don't know what's going on with this guy but 
some some additional details of the crime was uh, she had, uh, allegedly all this is alleged uh, she had asked him for a divorce and it yeah, asked him to right move now. out and I don't know she was in the process I think of getting an order of protection against him I, and he, the reason he knew she had a guest over was because he installed an yeah, app on their child's iPad that that's listened. the craziest uh thing about it. i'm looking at the game rant article about it right now and um so he heard a male voice and then came yeah over. it was just a few weeks before she accused him of domestic violence and was taking steps to divorce him he did leave the apartment to go to a motel but first he made a copy of the key apparently from what he told police uh he installed the listening app on the ipad he reportedly heard uh her and the male friend talking and laughing which I guess brought him into belief that she was cheating. And uh according to apparently the district attorney, they were just friends. There was no evidence to indicate that anything was going on. But I mean, uh, even in even if she was cheating, not a reason to murder somebody. No, not at all. Cheating shitty just but the not reason to divorce. Die. <laughs> but uh this was a pretty recent thing too. Uh he pled it was I think when did this happen? Weeks um, ago. Weeks ago. Maybe a month? A month, yeah. yeah. Uh, October 21st, he was... Uh, yeah, weeks. He pled not guilty in his arrangement on the 25th. So, a couple of weeks ago. And it looks like a primary hearing isn't even set until next year. So, this guy's just sitting in jail for the next two months, as he should. Yeah. But uh, he's also pleading not guilty, despite the fact that a neighbor's ring cam saw him leaving the apartment the apartment's security cameras caught him leaving the elevator <laughs> like the guy can just to the police so, this guy told the police happened. he did it and then he said not guilty usually what usually happens with that uh not to go crime drama on everybody but like that's usually the lawyer being like hey just plead not guilty well we're gonna get what we can out of this probably buy them more time for a plea bargain yeah yeah. Give enough reasonable doubt to walk back like a first degree into a second degree, yeah, or something lesser. So I, it's, it's definitely it definitely seems like it was a, whatever he did was a very emotionally driven thing. I mean, one shot killed his wife, and then he shot the guy multiple times. So it's like definitely aggression in the attack towards that guy. There's truly believe that this man just might be mentally unstable. Definitely puts a damper on all that fun content that they make. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's it's crazy because like this is just one of those things where it's like this guy's known for making fun of this game. Skyrim. And it's like so it'd be remiss like it'd be like the Slenderman episode if we talked about Slenderman we'd be remiss to not mention about something like uh, this related stabbing, to it. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. so it's like Talking there's about something this is like, this is there's something to be said about uh like there's there's a whole thing that we can go into about like content creators and like you know like kind of vetting what content creators you, and the kind of worship that you do towards them because at the end of the day they are people and they do things like this like people some people are unfortunately want to do parasocial relationships don't yeah, do there, i mean there have been multiple youtubers that like when i first started really watching youtube like content creators and started making my own content because of them over the years there's just been like one after another that have just been horrible mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. and i've had to yeah, be like well burn those uh 
burn those bridges. Burn those out of the past. Yep. So. Just like, they are no longer affiliated with me. I don't give a shit about them anymore. Yep. It's just like, it's crazy. I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with the game. It's just like the guy is connected to the topic. So it was just one of those like crazy things. Let's it, let's not end the podcast. Especially so close. <laughs> so especially so close to the ten year anniversary. Like it's just it's an yeah. odd it's an odd series of events. Like, I mean mm-hmm. it's tragic, but it's like it's just a really weird thing, like something like this that this guy's known for is so close to the ten year anniversary of the game. Mm-hmm. Not the but, PR uh, Bethesda was hoping for. I'm sure. Not the PR. <laughs> Well, but those yeah. PR has been kind of all over the place the last uh, year and a half, two years. So. Yeah, that's a whole other that's can a of worms. Whole other can of worms. But uh, back to uh, actual Skyrim because it oh, is the anniversary. Not. How hyped are you two for fishing? Uh, <laughs> this one is very. This one, this one's the one that plays Skyrim like Stardew Valley. So like, this has been a weird episode because I've had like nothing to contribute besides memes and murder. Now you know how I feel most of our episode. Now you know I felt last episode. (laughs) So yeah, um, I like I said, I've made Skyrim into like a Stardew Valley, a Sims, um, Animal Crossing type thing. So. Do I know what fishing is going to entail? No. I So there are good fishing minigames and there are bad fishing minigames, so I'm not really holding my breath for like a great fishing minigame. Um, but having aquariums, oh no, now I can keep fishies in my house. I'm going to have to good, decorate. Good fishing game. Animal I would critique that. They yes. did a whole DLC <laughs> where you get houses and you can decorate your houses. But you don't actually get to decorate your house. And like, I I was talking with my fiance about this earlier in preparation for this podcast. And he's like, Haley, that's not the point of Skyrim. I'm like, but if you're going to put out a DLC, that's like, have your house and furnish it. You can say like, oh yeah, I want like a shelving unit. And then it comes, like, you don't pick where it goes and you don't pick what goes on it. It just appears. And I'm like, Uh, Howard strikes again. (laughs) You, You can, however, throw your own stuff on the shelf. It derezzes after a while, doesn't that's it? That's true. I think Todd Howard strikes. I don't again. remember. <laughs> I don't remember if that's true for houses or not, but I know that's true. Like if you throw stuff in in the real in the actual overworld. I that is my big critique. I don't think they'll change it because, like my fiance said, this isn't Animal Crossing, Haley. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wish I had more control over how my house was decorated. Um, there are I wish. There was, I I know, but I'm not allowed to download mods on his computer, Um, which means I just have to get my own gaming computer and get Skyrim and mod the absolute hell out of it. Maybe when you start making, maybe when you start making that, that big person money, you can, you can go, you can go (laughs) get your gaming computer. Yeah. I I also have like a weird, a weird relationship with mods because I like, part of me is like, if it's like a quality of life mod, like in Stardew Valley, I downloaded the mod that lets you skip the fishing mini game because it's impossible for me. I'm really bad at it, and it was detracting from my game experience, so I got rid of it. But, like, there's people I know who, like, change the overall, like, vision of the game and, like, how it looks to a point where it's unrecognizable from the original creator's vision, and that doesn't sit really cozy comfy in me. So I have a weird... I feel like the only mod that I would actually download is probably the one that lets me adopt a bunch of kids. (laughs) 
Sure. I, I like that one. I like the one that lets you just like ro- roll up with a whole gang of people and just like beat the shit out of everything around you. Yeah, I, I never have a party member. I never bring somebody my, uh, with me. My I, entire I party. One of my favorite mods I've seen was the you can recruit your the children to be your personal army. And like all, <laughs> like a swarm of children attack creatures just with their just bare because hands. They're immortal. Oh, God, I and, hate uh, that. That's from another. If video I wanted to watch a, a, an army of children fight something they shouldn't, I would watch Attack on Titan or My Hero Academia <laughs> or Manibus. Or, <laughs> or any, any shonen anime ever. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's all I had to really talk about for Skyrim. What about you, Deca? I think I'm, I think that's pretty good. That's a pretty good place to stop. Is the mod where you all your all the kids can gang up and fight somebody? It, it's from a there's a video. It was a Swedish YouTuber. I forget the name, but he like found two giants and he did the thing to have all the kids like swarm one of them. And the giant like slammed the thing down, and like one of the kids went straight flying into the air. And he's like, "Holy shit, an astronaut! I'm so proud." <laughs> oh, it's. Well, it's like that's all like my everything that i've seen with skyrim has either been like through other people's videos like uh doing like trick shots with bows and arrows to like like, like, fire straight straight into the air and then he like waits it's like 30 seconds and the arrow comes down and hits him (laughs) and it's just like all these other like just videos but not anything like uh i don't have any like personal experience with skyrim past the like introductory uh Mm -hmm. segment the players but, uh, certainly do make the game. Yes. This has been the weirdest episode I think we've <laughs> filmed in terms of uh, uh, flow, because I've had nothing to contribute. So it's all right. Um, but, uh, yeah, but, but with that, I think we will bring this episode to a close. Yeah. Um, if you would like to see more about our antics, uh, like the last episode that I re- referenced, where I had basically no real input into it, except for my Hi guys, I have three books here. <laughs> um, you can watch that on either our YouTube or it is up on Spotify at this point. Um, you can see the links down below, um, along with all of our other socials where you can uh, interact with us. You can comment on the videos. We're probably going to come back to you guys. We we don't we don't really do anything else. Well, Please I comment really, on the video. <laughs> I don't really do anything else. I'm not going to speak for the rest of you guys. I don't really do anything else. Um. Or you can, uh, sub- if you like what you see, you can subscribe to our YouTube. You can subscribe on Spotify. Uh, we also have RSS feeds and the whole nine for all your podcasting needs. Um, uh, for myself, Decavolti, Anxiety Lasagna, and Sharky Hat, this is the Without Context podcast. And uh, we'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Bye, Dovahkiins. Bye, Dovahkiins.